18 years ago tragically occurred here in New York City. I remember I Love New York making a comeback here in the city and on our TV. And it's because we knew that we could rebuild, that we were resilient, that yes, we had a horrible attack that claimed many lives, many civilians, many first responders, many EMS. But we knew that we still loved New York. We knew that New York, as New Yorkers, we could rebuild 18 years ago with time. Heartbreak lingers on, and how can it not when 9-11 rolls around? Healing the heartbreak is partly why we read the names. And I just... I haven't talked about it because had a busy week running actually a very special September 11th broadcast on AM 970 The Answer, engineering it from actually just blocks away from the Freedom Tower and the memorial for 9-11. I mean, every time I roll down to downtown Manhattan to work, it's a very like, whoa, feeling. Whoa, how could this happen to us? But 18 years later, thank God we have the strength to rebuild, to survive, to revitalize the downtown area of our beautiful city. And this year, I just feel like there's one big question that everybody wants to debate. And that is, how do we prevent it from happening again? And I'll tell you why I feel like it's a debate rather than an actual solution-based thought process that this country goes through. So, the there were a few things about 9-11 this year that were a little different. First of all, seeing people's personal accounts and personal stories about how family members did go down to the World Trade Center to be a first responder, how families had cops that put their lives on the line. My personal friends had cops that, as family that put their lives on the line and still do to this day. Another thought was, well, there's still much to be done to help those first responders deal with their pain 18 years later, their physical chest pain, their cancerous battles that continue to be waged 18 years later and legislatures across America could do better could do better to help first responders on a national scale and then I saw a story I never heard from and I've known Jim Lewis for about 28 years And when I saw this story, I thought, man, I have to talk about this on my podcast for a little bit. Because Mr. Lewis, a man who ran multiple franchises here in New York City of McDonald's, was actually on the ground for first responders, helping them stay stay nutritious, stay hydrated. How so? Well, according to Mr. Lewis... 
he said that the time period following the tragedy of 9-11 to the several months after, McDonald's workers partnered with FEMA to bring our mobile trailer to the site to feed first responders working at Ground Zero. Now get this. Jim in his Facebook story said he he helped, uh, McDonald's helped serve over 600,000 meals to those first responders. So it's another we the shareholder example on a very, very dark day that McDonald's, while Michael Moore might want to make a damn uh, a movie about how Super size me and fast food restaurants, yet he doesn't really know the owners of these franchises. He probably never met Jim Lewis. But see, that's another example of corporations, of workers, of employers doing good for the community they serve. So thank you, Jim Lewis, for sharing that story. Thank you for being there for our first responders. Thank you to all those who were volunteer Red Cross firefighters, uh, Red Cross peace officers, like my mother and Vic were at the time. Thank you to Mayor Rudy for always being there during those dark days. And, And this whole city, thank you for being resilient 18 years ago. And it's not like we haven't lost that resilience. It just gets a little less played up than the whole, look at me, I'm in New York City mode that we see on social media a lot of the time. 9-11, looking back, I didn't want the Viscari School to shut the televisions off. I wanted us to see what was going on, to have a better idea why smoke was billowing across was billowing literally across our beautiful city in downtown Manhattan. I don't know why that was. I really don't. I'd honestly like to know, though, because this was, um, this was something as a kid I don't think we should have been turned away from. As children, I do think we should have, fifth graders, we should have been made aware exactly what was going on, not had the TVs shut off on us. And so if you have any memories that you still want to share here on on the 18th anniversary week of that tragedy that was 9-11, September 11th, 2001, do let me know. Alex.Garrett21. Alex.Garrett21 is my email here on Keeping Real with Alexander Garrett. And the one other thing I have to say is that today's world debates everything. We might all be worried something tragic and catastrophic could happen again. But you know what the problem is? We're debating how to prevent that from happening. Instead of truly coming around for each other and listening to each other hammer out a resolve 
for this great nation and great city. We debate. We debate. And I truly believe the congressman, Omar and Tlaib and the AOC, they, they inflame the debate. They don't help the debate. So as we don't want to get political too much because lives are too sacred to get political around this time on 9-11. 18 years later, we have to seriously ask ourselves, how can we prevent this from happening ever, ever again? My answer is, we stop inflaming each other, call out the wrong commentary, stick with the commentary that will get results. And, and I, I remember in synagogue, yes, I'm Christian, but I, I was born Jewish, like Christ. But there's one line always, always sticks with me. Keep my lips from speaking guile. If anyone has a solution, don't ill will them into removing that solution. Encourage that solution. We all don't want it happening again, so let's work to find results for it to not happen again. While we remember the name, the lives lost and the families affected, let's work also on the days that are in September 11th to prevent those attacks. And stop debating. Stop kicking the can down the road. Stop going in circles on things that are so important to all of us. They just cannot be ignored. And preventing another massive terrorist attack is certainly another one. It's certainly another one. So I pray... Instead of arguing about whether we should meet with the Taliban or not... Actually look at tapes and see George Bush... George W. Instead of thinking about how I can be above someone else, look at those moments after 9-11, how we all came together and say, you know what? Those are the days I miss. Tragedy had to happen. But those are the days where I remember and knew we were together as a family. This is a big family, this United States of America. Let's treat it as such 18 years later. Honestly, it's what those who were slain in 9-11 that fought for their lives, fought for others to save their lives, those first responders, it's those who jumped out of the World Trade Center, it's what they would want 18 years later. Not this stupid, nonsensical debate that we have almost every day about every issue. It's cohesiveness, everybody. That will A, prevent 9-11, and B, bring us closer together and off our social media pages, off our Instagrams, and onto each other's mindset. In such a positive way that all we'll know is to keep our lips from speaking guile. And in the spirit of America, I have this great song that my friend Dominic Conti posted on 9-11. And I thought you'd hear this. It's so beautiful. And it's by his uh, orchestra. Just take a listen to this whole song, The Spirit of America, and have a safe, enjoyable weekend. I'm Alexander Garrett, here on Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. This is the spirit upon which America was founded.
tribute to those who are gone. The names are written in our hearts. Memories will live on. God in heaven is watching us. His heart is sorrow too. He wants us now to turn to him and live in us anew. Yeah. 